Jesus oh, Christ. New intro music going. <laughs> music baby oh I can't stop it now <laughs> no. oh no oh dear oh no oh crap oh no what's happened why have you done this I don't know oh how have you done this I don't know okay I think we're back we're back we're back oh. hell yeah Oh, no, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Welcome back to From the Word Ghost, a paranormal podcast for believers and skeptics alike. I'm your host, AJ, and every week I bring a brand every new... Wink. Every wink. Every wink and every <laughs> week. Every week. Um, I bring a brand new paranormal story to try and convince my skeptic co-host, Jamie. That's me! Of all things paranormal. You might notice that I was trying to hold back laughter. <laughs> So we're back in the studio in London this week, and we're using the studio's equipment today. Jamie found some some pretty cool beats, and he Hell started yeah. <laughs> giving me a live DJ set. Yeah, baby, in the booth. That sounded like the most operatic version I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> How you doing this week? Bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling positive. I'm ready to record a session. Right, so this week we are going to be discussing the boo hag, and we're also going to be list, uh, talking. I'm going to learn how to? to talk by the end of the podcast, and then we're <laughs> Mate, going to do. We're 16 podcasts deep. You've not learned to talk yet. I don't have much I faith think, in this. I one. think my best performance was episode one when we sat in your sweaty room, nervous <laughs> as fuck, to talk in front of each other for the first time ever. <laughs> we're also going to discuss our listener's story for this week as well that we are and I'm excited about that one I haven't listened to it properly either yet which will be good so we both get fresh yeah I have no idea <laughs> So you can't get much fresher than that. But before we get cracking, every now and then I'd, I'd search the paranormal news because I'm that guy. So there was a forklift driver in Cornwall. He's gone <laughs> yeah. home for the night and you've got a ring doorbell and, and such, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You, you live in the future. My house is security gated. <laughs> Just for any of you listening out there, I've got hounds ready. <laughs> To be released. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, this forklift driver, he went home for the night and he got a notification on his on his doorbell app. Mm-hmm. There was some movements that set off the, the security. Yeah. And when he went to look at the footage, he saw in the light a distinct shape of a person. Okay. And upon closer look, it looks What's like his this. His neighbour, John. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I borrow a cup of sugar? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and they were and out of sugar. News. <laughs> I mean, for me, it just looks like a silhouette of what could be a human. To me, it looks like the reflection of a light. (laughs) If I'm being honest with you. I mean, Fez. Some kind of light goes off. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry, I lent on the board. I lent on the board. I lent on the board. I wish everyone could have seen your face. You genuinely shit. That shit me up more than any of your guys' stories. The nurse in the ghost just says, I'm like, What? (laughs) <laughs> Fucking hell. What is she saying? We're milking pies. We're milking pies. We're milking pies. We are milking pies. 
Nobody come in. We're milking pies. Instead of the record sign, it should just say we're milking pies. Pies. What's a pie? Multiple paellas. <laughs> a plural of paella. Plural paellas. Right, let's go. Let's go. In the American South, you may notice that some of the older homes have doors, window trims, and front porches painted a light blue. In the Carolinas, Georgia, and Florida, this holds a significant connection to the South's rich ghost history. The colour of the paint, haint blue, is said to protect those living in the house from an evil sharing the name haint. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I'm reading along here, and when I saw the word haint, I was like, this stupid arseholes just misspelt paint. <laughs> what, as in me? Yeah. As in I misspelt like, paint? This dickhead has spelt paint haint, and I'm going to rip And he has done shreds. it 4,000 times. <laughs> it's just, hey, don't, don't. My laptop now just auto-corrects paint to haint. <laughs> I was ready to no, be No, you smug. fool. <laughs> you want haint. Haint is a word created by the gala, meaning a spirit or ghost with a malicious or evil nature. The gala, using the indigo that they had harvested, would coat the entry points of their household with the haint paint. See, if, that, if you had misspelled it, with the paint paint. <laughs> they use the paint paint. What are you doing, Bob? Just covering up my household entries with the paint paint. I use the paint paint to cover my house house. <laughs> <laughs> what about your window window and your door door? No, fuck, fuck, that, that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. The legend is that the spirit would mistake the paint for water, which it could never cross. I love to see that ghosts are like not the brightest spark in the sky. I just imagine a ghost running right up to the seafront, just like, I'm gone! Yeah. I'm out of here! <laughs> <laughs> it's like in these ghosts are off Truman shows. <laughs> Yeah, the ghost dad all died out at sea, so now they can't pass the water. They're too afraid of it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. What's the water going to do as well? They're fucking dead. What does it matter? What are, what are they going to do? Fucking drown? <laughs> A form of haint that was most feared was the boo hag. Depending on who you are... De- right, let's start again, Aaron. Fucking get it together, you stupid... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my job. <laughs> You are stealing my airtime, sir. It's my job to call you a A form of haint that was most feared was the boo hag. Depending on who you ask, the appearance of the boo hag can vary. However, every story shares the same consensus, that it can be deadly and traumatic for any unfortunate enough to encounter one. Most stories will describe the boo hag as a witch that has been summoned by ways of voodoo. Others say that the boo hag is more of a vampire-like being. Though instead of drinking the victim's blood, it would feed on their breath. I never quite understood vampires' aversion to garlic until this moment in time. Why the fuck do they not like garlic? I think it's like the original people that were accused of being vampires had an illness that basically made them look dead and basically the the smell and taste of garlic was like fucking foul to them basically just they'd be like oh get away get away i like this better i like the breath thing better how garlic. to get rid of boo hag don't brush your teeth <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's real easy never brush i just teeth. imagine boo hag in twilight like edward turn me into a vampire please why can't you turn me into a vampire bella your breath fucking stinks. <laughs> 
Bella, I ain't doing it. Ask the damn wall. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm a dog. I can smell everything. <laughs> what you smell, I smell ten times worse. Typically known to be invisible and only identified by a strong disgusting smell, similar to decaying flesh. When they do decide to reveal themselves, they have the appearance of a human with no skin, showing exposed muscles, tendons and bones. If the windows or doors are left open at night, you have openly invited the boo hag into your home. Oh, well, fuck that. I'm off. Uh, gotta, gotta close some windows. Uh, my bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Can I just slam into the DMs. Uh, yeah, good night. Yeah, yada, yada. Continue explore the other together. <laughs> this For legal fun. reasons, that was a joke. There yeah. <laughs> no windows or doors open in my house. Please do not come visit me. It still remains rather secure. Yes. More secure than most. <laughs> Once inside, the spirit will choose its victim and begin to ride them, a term meaning to steal the energy of the person, often while hovering above the body. Tonight, baby, I'm gonna let you ride me all night, like, just hovering over him. Like, I'm gonna give you. The, uh, this, this isn't quite what I had in mind, actually. I'm, I'm giving you the best damn riding you ever had. It's just levitating, just on the headboard, just like, full on gargoyling over the headboard. Uh, yeah, you like that, baby? Breathe in my mouth, bitch. <laughs> When the victim awakes, they are usually drained and left ill. The victim is left with a negative energy, causing them illness and bad luck. The reason why the hag would not kill the victim is purely so that it may ride it. <laughs> ride it again <laughs> at a time of its choosing. Can I get an amen at a time of its choosing? <laughs> Boo Hag's a strong and tender woman. She don't need no man. Straight up. Boo Hag texting you at 3 a.m. You up. <laughs> Bring garlic. <laughs> oh, if the victim struggles or tries to fight the boo hag, they will suffer an even worse fate. The hag will remove the victim's skin while still leaving them alive so that they can suffer. The spirit will then leave wearing the skin of the victim for as long as it holds out. Legend has it that if the boo hag does not have skin to wear by the sunlight, it will peer at it. It will appear. It will appear with no skin. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> oh no! Thank you for no, your one no, point, no. sir. If the boo hag like this, if the boo hag is not wearing a hat by sunlight, I'm it will appear without a hat. I am doing <laughs> such a bad job tonight. Legend has it that if the boo hag does not have any skin to wear by sunlight, it will perish and be purified. One woman's story of her experience with the boo hag is chilling. She recalls being a young girl, no older than seven or eight years old. She lived with her father, a farmer. No, she lived with her father, who was a farmer. <laughs> she lived with I her father. I'm just listing Some farmer it. was there just, as well. Hey, ya, howdy, ya. Old MacDonald, he was there, you know. He's crucial to every family household. Over here we have the cat and the fiddle as well. And over yonder the is cow Barbar Blackshoe. He jumped over the moon. <laughs> we haven't seen him for a while. Sake. She lived with her father, who was a farmer, <laughs> mother and two older brothers. She shared a bedroom with one of her brothers, as many children did in this community, as the houses were at the time not big enough for the larger families. The family lived in Florida, and summer in Florida often meant that heavy rainfall was a daily occurrence, followed up by high temperatures and humidity. 
One evening, the father did not notice that the rain had washed away the haint blue paint. <laughs> the haint, that's such a tongue twister. I fucked myself. The haint blue paint, the haint blue paint, the haint blue paint. Say it five times in a row. At this point, I was just getting the fucking story done. Haint blue paint, haint blue paint, haint blue paint. I didn't proofread it. So. <laughs> Normally, I go, oof, that's going to be a struggle. <laughs> One evening, the father did not notice that the rain had washed away the haint blue paint from the front windows of the house. You could say that the haint blue paint was faint haint blue paint. Faint haint blue paint. Faint blue paint. I can't. That's, no, I can't do that one. <laughs> that one I can't do. If anyone, anyone listening thinks that they could say, what was it? Faint haint blue paint. Haint faint. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say paint. that 20 times faster than Jay? Faint hate blue paint. Faint home blue paint. Faint hate blue paint. Jamie is having a stroke. Jamie will be back later. <laughs> later that night, the family were visited by the boo hag. The woman states at first she was awoken by a strange knocking happening throughout the home. Can I, can I just stop? The, so the fucking faint hate blue paint. <laughs> the faint hate blue paint was enough to keep the boo hag out because. That boo hag was so scared of water that the blue paint, it was enough, it was blue, it must mean water, but the fucking rain, <laughs> the actual water the actual rain. falling from the sky. I don't really no have a comeback sense. to that. It's literally the thing, hey, it's falling from the sky. I got bullshit so hard, man. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking scared of heights. Well, why are you using your demon powers to levitate? (laughs) (laughs) This makes no sense. I don't have anything to go back on that. It's actually a fair point. (laughs) To be fair, though, now that I have insulted the boo hag, I am whacking out the ocean blue paint. (laughs) But it's not hate blue paint. (laughs) You have fake hate, fake, 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 hate blue paint. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I'm going to dispose of that fake hate. <laughs> fake, 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 blue paint. paint. When I get home, oh sir. Oh, my God. The woman states that at first she was awoken by a strange knocking happening throughout the home. When she opened her eyes fully, she felt that an evil presence was lingering over her. It seemed to last for a long while, but was in fact only a few seconds. The hag had not found her suitable for the assault. The girl, unaware of what had just taken place, stirred in her bed trying to regain some comfort and return to sleep. However, when she rolled towards the direction facing her brother's bed, she saw a sight that would haunt her for the rest of her life. A creature, not dissimilar to that of a human, crawling towards her brother's headboard. Unfortunately for the boohag, her brother was wearing blue pajamas that <laughs> night. And so the headboard she was, was blue. Why would you not just paint the entire inside of the house blue? Yeah, I don't care. My <laughs> whole house should be pastel blue. Ceiling to floor. She was too terrified to do anything, but watch as a creature now seeming to be skinless and bloody seemed to drain her brother of his life. Once the hag's job was done, It chose not to remove the boy's skin and vanished back into its invisible form. Although the boy did not die that night, it is said that for weeks after this incident, his health began deteriorating, and within a few months, the boy had passed away. Other than the fake, faint, haint blue paint, (laughs) there are other methods to repelling or riding the... I got riding on the brain. There are other methods to riding <laughs> the blue, <laughs> riding the fake faint haint blue paint. Other than the fake faint haint blue paint, there are other methods of repelling or ridding your house of a boo hag. 
A lot of people would place empty blue bottles on mantles outside of their homes to ward off the evil entity. This just seems like other methods. So if you don't want to paint the house, paint something else. <laughs> Have something else that is also blue. It's like, just, that's the worst method ever. The bottles hold the same significance as the paints mimicking the water. Because it's blue. Because yeah, it's blue. Thanks, and blue, fake, blue paint, blah, blah, blah. Paint. Bottled fake, fake, hate blue paint. You can also get a blue slushy. What else? Only eat blue? blueberries. <laughs> Another method is to introduce the boo hag to the film Avatar 2. <laughs> Not because the characters are blue, just because it's long and boring and the same as Avatar 1, but with a bit of swimming. I would, I would love if there was just a, the one guy on the street that didn't Straight. get the message and he's just blaring one love by blue. <laughs> you said blue, right? This will keep that bastard boo hag out of here. Boo hag's just on the car riding it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, uh, see that part where Lee Ryan comes in? <laughs> That's when I'm taking your fucking soul, motherfucker, <laughs> and your skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> sea salt was also spread around the borders of the house, and it is known that if you were to somehow get salt on the hag, it would destroy it, much like most folklore stories that revolved around witches. Lastly, the boo hag is obsessed with counting things. A lot of families would place brooms, brushes, and even kitchen colanders by their beds. The spirit would be unable to focus on anything else until every bristle of the broom, hole of the colander, or hair on the brush had been counted, and by that time, the sun would have risen and banished the hag. Still to this day, the boo hag and other haints are an important part of the Gala community's lore, although now seen as more of a myth rather than feared as it once was. So, honest opinions. Honest opinions. On my way home, I'm going to pass by a screw fix and pick up some fake faint Hank blue paint. <laughs> if, if there's anything that the story has given us, it's just that tiny little tongue twister. Yeah. Great story. This was never going to be one to... to... <laughs> Last three weeks, you've been like, this ain't a story that's going to sway you. But fuck it. <laughs> oh, I've given Here's up. The story. <laughs> Next week, I want a real ghost story. Not some fucking fake, oh, oh, faint, I will hate, blue I'll paint, wielding witch. Fake, faint, hate, blue paint. That strips good. me of my skin and rides me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that shit no more. I want real ghosts, baby. I want to get spooks. I want to feel like I'm being tested. <laughs> My beliefs are up in the air. <laughs> no, I swear. I was writing this the other day. It was quite late. You know what I'm like when I write. And I, I, I spooked myself out and I could have sworn the door opened a little bit by itself. And I, was and I grabbed the colander. I literally did this. I was like, bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Just slammed my laptop shut. I was like, nope. Picked up your blue pillow. <laughs> now, I want to say I don't mean the colour blue. Yeah. Story I don't mean the colour blue. <laughs> I mean, Lee Ryan's face. <laughs> Lee Ryan's body fucking pillow. I've, I've just got a pillow shaped like Lee Ryan at home. There, there, Lee. We'll be okay. <laughs> Lee, protect me. Okay, now the uh, story of the boo hags out of the way. Let's get on to this week's listener's story from Natalie. Hey, yeah, uh, so this is my story. Just want to start off by saying that I myself am a believer. I do tend to err to the side of logic prior to jumping straight to thoughts of the paranormal or ghosts, but I, I do believe that in their existence. Have you 
ever met someone who's a believer that goes, oh, no, actually, I don't tend to err <laughs> towards the science of logic. I just take it on the whim. <laughs> Breeze rolls through, opens the door, and like, yes! Oh, yes, actually, no, I don't like to listen to logic or reason. Every believer says this, I myself including. So my story was in 2015, just finished school, so I'm 16. Uh, summer holidays, so um, staying with a friend and been staying there for a, a few nights at this point. And me and this friend have been relatively close all the way through school, so yeah, it's just like as you do over the summer. For a bit more context, this friend had a large Doberman. Absolutely lovely dog, soppy as you like, friendly, everything. The only time that anyone ever knew her to be, or act out the ordinary, should I say, was if anyone was stood on the staircase in the house. So if you were at the top of the stairs on the landing, she was fine. It's over, Anakin! I have the high ground! <laughs> I'm such a fucking loser. Oh, at least if you got a blue lightsaber, you'd be safe from the bootleg. <laughs> She, she don't care about she don't care about the deadly weapon. Boohag shows up, the jewel of fate starts playing like da, 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 da. Blue No So if you were at the top of the stairs on the landing, she was fine. If you were stood at the bottom of the stairs kind of in the living room, fine. But if you were physically on that staircase, she absolutely hated it. She would growl, bark, as you're going up the stairs, she'd be watching you like fully until you were at the top. She hated the staircase and no one really knows why. So uh, this is probably about the second or third night I've been staying with this friend. And we've been like watching movies, pizza, it's the early hours. We just laid down and as I'm laying down to rest, I'm like, ah, oh, I need a glass of water. I'm gonna have to get up, go downstairs. And that's all fine. So for a bit more context with the dog, my friend's downstairs living room was all laminate flooring. So from upstairs, if that dog was moving around and went to the kitchen to get her wolf spell or whatever, you'd hear her. And you'd hear her, like, hop off the sofa, walk along the floor, because her claws would, like, click clack on the laminate flooring, go to a wolf spell and walk back. So the, the first couple of nights I stayed there, I'd heard that a few times. It was an unusual to me. So I get up to go get my glass of water. And as I get to the top of the stairs, the dog is stood at the bottom. And she is pointing. Her ears are up. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Now, I'm no veterinarian, <laughs> nor am I an animal expert in any way, but I don't think that dogs can point. That's definitely a shape-shifting demon. <laughs> the dog was pointing with one hand. With her other hand, she was using a, a possible thumb, picking up the telephone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that, I, I, I could not let that pass. Because I've watched many episodes of Scooby-Doo and even he doesn't point. Now, what got me at first is I did not hear this dog move. And like I say, you could hear her normally. I am immediately like, I'm not going to move for a minute because I don't know if something's freaked this dog. If, if I move, is she going to launch at me? Does she see me as the threat? So I'm, I'm just keeping myself nice and calm. And I've gone, right, OK. And I've stepped back away from the staircase. As I step back, I... Trying to explain the sensation is is very difficult, but um, my whole body went ice cold. My hair stood up on end, and I had this feeling of just complete dread and fear. Just like that something in my body was telling me, like in my brain, something is wrong. And it, it's not necessarily this dog, just something that whatever you've stepped into right now, this is wrong. It's weird how the body can quickly change like that in like a complete instance. I mean, obviously you'd be a bit spooked by the dog just pointing. 
<laughs> tell you what, if there was a dog in my house and she was pointing at something, I'd be out of there. There'd be no time to freeze. But, but no, it's the, the, the feeling of, I don't know, it's just instant terror. The energy became very oppressive around me. Is all I can say, just something felt so negative. And I was just like, nah, this isn't right. So as much as I really, like my brain really wanted me to, I did not look over my shoulder to see what was behind me. I was not here for that decided I can live without my glass of water. I am going back to bed. Uh, managed to side shuffle all this time, this dog watching me, side shuffle round away from the stairs and then get back into the bedroom, shut the door. That was it. Laid down, went to sleep. As far as I know, I didn't hear the dog wander back to her bed. So I don't know what was going on there. She potentially was guarding those stairs all night. So yeah, it's such a strange experience. I'm laying there, I've gone to sleep. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my friend about it in the morning. So. We wake up in, in the morning. I wouldn't be able to sleep. <laughs> yeah. She's just brushed this off like, I could go dehydrated for a bit. Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. I can go without a glass of water. Fine. The boo hag might come. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as it comes. You know, didn't you? But no, shit like that would fuck me up for hours. There's me no too, going dude. to sleep. And you're a skeptic as well. So even the fact that you get booked out yeah, of shit course. like that. I'm a skeptic, but things can still scare me. Oh, yeah. Even as a skeptic, I still see things out of the corner of my eye. It's ingrained in all of us. It's in us mm. from when we were cavemen that we have to be alert. That's mm. why we see faces in things, why we see things in the corner of our eye that aren't necessarily there we're on alert all the time and if something like that spooks us it just it, it fucks you raises our hackles yeah. so to say oh i like that the shackles of the hackles shackles no more <laughs> no more <laughs> tongue twisters we wake up in in the morning and i say to her like oh I had this really weird experience last night she's like, okay what what happened i said well i went up to get a glass of water and dog was stood at the bottom of the stairs and she was pointing <laughs> Fuck off, dogs don't point. <laughs> You're nuts. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> My dog was pointing. My dog, she can't point. She chases her tail half the so day. So you're telling me my dog somehow learned how to grow opposable thumbs and point. She thinks the laser pen's a fucking target. But she can point at a fucking ghost by a fridge. It's just cut to the dog doing the Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3 where he's walking down the street going... Da, 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 oh, I thought you da, meant da, da, people da, da, with Spider-Man pointing no, at each other. No, the bully Maguire. <laughs> no, you mean that. I just got that picture now. Three dogs pointing at each other. <laughs> So like, oh, right. And I was like, like, this dog was ready, like, was watching something. This dog has, has seen something. She's like, oh. A like, YouTube video on how there. to point. <laughs> watching Die Hard. <laughs> this dog's got it all. What a life it leads. What a life. It took your glass of water. <laughs> I'm not even bothered about the ghost anymore. <laughs> Why are you worried about ghosts when you got pointing dogs? I just, I just want to get past the point in the story where she says there's a pointing dog. My jaw hurts, for fuck's sake. Yeah, don't worry about that. There's demons in it. <laughs> no, no, get back to the pointing dog. Don't, don't worry about the dog pointing. Oh, the it's dog. when it rips your soul out. That's when you need to worry. So, oh, right. I was like, like, this dog was ready, like, was watching something. This dog has, has seen something. She's like, oh. Now I told her, like, when I stepped away from the stairs, I was like, there's, there's the horrible feeling. Like, I've, I felt so frightened, and I've, I've not known this, this feeling before in my life, and I was so cold and just this dread. She went, oh, um, when you step back from the stairs, were you under the loft hatch? 
I, I, I don't know. I didn't exactly look at the ceiling at that point. I was a bit more concerned with the dog and the fact that I felt like something was on my shoulder, like look, almost looking over my shoulder. So I, I stuck my head out the bedroom door, had a look, and yeah, I, I would have been stood under the loft hatch. So I'm waiting for it to go, oh, that, that something's broken up there. It's probably just a draft. And that, that's trying to calm myself down, go, oh, yeah, that's fine, the logic. No, my friend then proceeded to tell me um, how she was aware of a ghost in the loft. They didn't know too much about him. As far as they knew, it was a soldier, and often you would hear him cry. Now, Touchwood, in the nights I stayed there, didn't hear any crying, but that, that moment on the staircase was enough for me to go, there is something here that's not right, and there is something here that's not happy. Just from this oppressive energy, this pure cold, and this sudden just fear of just knowing something here was wrong. Um, fight or flight definitely kicked in. And like I say, someone said to me, oh, do you think it's because you saw the dog? And I'm like, no, because I was already processing my thoughts of like, I've seen the dog, that's weird. I'm just gonna give her a minute, see if she goes and like, make sure obviously I don't trigger this dog if she's perceived some kind of threat or has heard me move and thinks it's me. It wasn't until I stepped back and stepped up, like kind of stepped away from the dog creating that distance and then stepped under that loft hatch that I felt this and to this day that I have no explanation it's quite possibly is the ghost in the loft that had come down it would explain why Candy was kind of watching the stairs and yeah so it just completely had me it's, it's one thing that I can't explain and I've never really had the sensation since of just that pure dread and very very oppressive energy but yeah so that's the story it's a good story you wanted spooks it's quite a spooky story. You got a pointing dog <laughs> and a crying soldier in the loft. I mean, look, this, this isn't me pissing on anyone's cheery eyes, but as soon as I heard she was standing below the latch of the loft, I thought maybe there's a draft Breeze, coming yeah. from the loft and that could explain the cold and that could also explain why the dog is down the bottom of the stairs. When a wind is creeping through the house, it can produce a, a high-pitched like whistle and yeah, for sure. stuff like that, which could have alerted the dogs. Like, Story do debunked by Aaron the Believer, if no, you can I believe mean, that. Oh, Thanks, listen, Aaron. listen, you believe what you want to believe. That's the, that's the great thing about the podcast. But I, I think, that obviously, with, with my experiences with dogs, they can read emotions and they can read... Minds and they can point. And they can point, yeah. <laughs> right. Miraculously can point. <laughs> get your glass of water for well, you. Well, I mean, there's... <laughs> no need to get There's no, no reason in my mind why the dog wouldn't feel a negative energy and why it wouldn't stand on guard. I agree. And... Playing devil's advocate, weirdly from the <laughs> from the other side the of the believer, table, <laughs> going against Aaron the skeptic. <laughs> I do agree. You can feel the cold, but would that give you that negative feeling? Just because I'm cold, or if I open a window and catch a breeze, I don't feel this oppressive negative energy. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm right there with you. There could be a negative energy. I believe if there was, obviously I don't believe this. <laughs> But I believe if there, were, if there was negative energy left from previous lives, from past events, we would pick up on it. Energy is something that we would pick up on. Mm. We pick up on the energy of someone, how they're feeling, what they're doing. We can pick up on that. We're very intelligent beings in terms of we can read emotions. Mm. We can get gut feelings about things. And you tend to get gut feelings about people. Why wouldn't you get gut feelings about the energy of a room or the energy... Uh, uh potential entity being in there and, yeah. and stuff like obviously that obviously yeah. I don't believe they're there but I'm just saying like, we got him <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we got him join us next week <laughs>
the second I got home, I'm whacking out the training book and I'm teaching my dogs how to point. <laughs> because if I'm going to get a glass of water, there's a demon in the kitchen. So I want them to point. So there's in the living room like, bruv, yeah, don't go in here. here. Don't go. <laughs> you, got, you got Zula going, don't go in there. And you got Bonnie going, go in there. Yeah. In there. In there. Yeah, go on. <laughs> she's, she's I not know pointing, what one I'd But she has trust. got her opposable thumb and she is making the cross on her neck. <laughs> she's doing the undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Right, that's going to do it for us at From the Word Ghost this week. Join us next week for another listener's story and a better story to try and convince Jamie. Give me true <laughs> quotation marks. <laughs> true ghost stories. No more I'm urban legends. I'm going to do it. If you want to get in touch and send us your stories, Jay, when can they send it to? You can send it to from the word ghost at gmail.com or slide into our Instagram DMs. They can Whee! slide. Whee! Wrecking the studio. I got the headphones. Was, you give this man slide. a little bit of space and he wants to fucking run around doing cartwheels. I was going to slide, but the headphones. Oh, I feel, I feel let down, man. I'm sad. Join us next week. I'm sad. And we'll continue to explore the unknown together. Yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs>